Alrighty, alrighty. Welcome back to another episode of All But The Point, hosted by me, Drew. Today, I will be discussing the topic of esports. So, buckle your seatbelts and get strapped in for this great topic. So, esports, I'll be going into just the general esports, uh, some of the core titles, and also my career in esports. And yes, I, I have uh, a little bit of esports career, uh, which some could say, but th- that's pretty cool. But make sure to follow this podcast, which is all about the point if you do enjoy the content. Shows a little bit of support. Uh, make sure to give a review on uh, platforms that you can. It also gives a lot of support, support to me and gives me an idea if you guys like this and the content I make. But anyway, without further ado, let's get straight into the episode. So what is esports, you may ask, or you may be wondering. So if I were to define esports in my own words, which is my own words, if this is not the correct definition, you know, we can flame me. But this is what I take a picture it as. So esports is uh, the competitive play of video games at a professional level or amateur level, depending on what you play as. But it's the competitive play of video games. So how they can be turned into competitive, such as like a sport. Uh, Call of Duty, CSGO, Hearthstone, League of Legends. Um, just some of the straight up titles, but, um, for me, uh, growing up as a kid and, uh, in high school and stuff, I focused a lot on call of duty, which was the main esport I followed. And, um, I, let's see, uh, yeah. Esports for me, I would say call of duty was, is my core one. Um, not much of another esport I'm like thoroughly into is call of duty. Growing up, I uh, was in Optic brands like that. Um, Optic was the core of my childhood, which was Optic Gaming. It was a it was slash is an esports organization um, before the uh, Call of Duty World League, which was the league for professional Call of Duty play. Uh, they went into a franchise system where it's city based, so like Seattle, Chicago, Dallas. You get the point, like the NFL, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, something like that. It's a city, and then you have the team name. But before that, it was just straight-up brands like Optic Gaming, FaZe Clan, Team Envy, Luminosity, uh, Gen G, just like straight-up organizations. But going into franchising, it switched around. So the Optic spot and the old core members of Optic, like a scump and a formal, moved to Chicago and uh, became part of the Huntsman. So like um, when the franchise season hit, I migrated from with Hex from optic to chicago um but uh as a core i was always an optic fan and optic fan her i'll always be an optic fan no matter who's under the banner um it's just it's kind of like that brand that you always stick with but that was i know there's a much of a ramble but the topic of esports it's competitive play of video games uh that's the i would say that's the most simplest definition you can get you can it's usually a prize pool stuff like that but just think of it like a football or basketball with video games. There you go. Um, but moving straight into our board of topics here today. So like the general of esports. So like uh, Call of Duty, CSGO, Valorant is now an esports. Uh, Fortnite is an esport. Um, uh, let's see. Hearthstone League. That's, that's about uh, like an our Rainbow Six Siege. There's so many titles in esports that... There's so much to unpack, but the core esports in my mind are CSGO, Call of Duty, League of Legends, 
Uh, and those, you know, I'll stick with those three. Those three are probably some of the most followed and fan-liked. Uh, CSGO, definitely. League of Legends, definitely. And Call of Duty, definitely. So those three titles, both, oh, yeah, not both. All three have a tremendous amount of history within esports organizations, just a bunch of stuff in there. And I, I'm grateful that they exist because without esports, I probably wouldn't be the person I am today. But um, I think that uh, esports and stuff like that is truly a blessing for the fans of video games. It gives us like a, it, like for the sport world, everyone likes football or basketball, but it gives the passionate video game lovers something to feel like that too. But going into esports in general, um, the place where Call of Duty League and CSGO are at, I think the Call of Duty League, which is the rebranded from the World League into the league and going into franchise mode, I think it's on a bright future. Um, there's a lot of problems last year because of the pandemic and just going onto an online league instead of a land tournament league. Um, and most most esports are that way, uh, land tournaments. But um, there's usually some online qualifier sometimes. But it's usually land tournaments when you're packed into an arena and you play just like straight off uh, an arena. But um, moving on to CS:GO, um, I followed CS when I played CS competitively for my high school um, for about it's like I mean I don't even know a few months. Because then we had, okay, we'll get into that later. But um, with CS, it's a pretty good place too. Always has been. It's, it's a very consistent esport. And um, Fortnite is another esport that comes to my mind that, for me, I have a lot of opinions negatively about that. It's just the game, it evolves so much that like there's never a constant flow. And like, yeah, it's great to keep the professional players on their toes. And make them adapt to whatever the game happens. But, like, I don't know. It's just, for me, the Fortnite eSport, like, I don't know. It's it's tough to describe because it's such a controversial topic where it's, you don't really, you can't really, class, like, some people classify it as an eSport and some don't. And some do, but not at a higher level as, like, a Call of Duty or a CSGO or a League. I would say by far a League is the, probably the most popular and fan-based. Just because of the numbers that they can pull in and just a bunch of stuff. And uh, League is definitely the number one, I would probably say, in my opinion. Um, that's probably going to get hated on, but it, it's kind of how it works. Uh, League is number one, typically. But so moving into Call of Duty, which I have the most experience and the most um, draw to, uh, there's a point with uh, the CDL um, trying to expand the teams and stuff, but currently there's 12 teams in the league, um, 12 cities minus the two Los Angeles brands. But like I said, it went from uh, the Call of Duty World League, which was the CDL, CWL, into the CDL, which is a franchise league. So, like, again, I said franchise. Think of your NFL or your NBA, where you have uh, a city and then a name. So, for example, Pittsburgh Steelers, and then in the Call of Duty League, you have the Chicago Huntsman. So you have the, the city name and the brand. It's just how it works. That's how franchising goes. And with the CDL, there was a lot of, like, back and forth. Like, do we really want to switch from a non-franchise to a franchise. And the franchise, I think, it's a bright future. I do like the system. It's just the tournaments need to get redone a little bit or, or tweaked. And the fan base kind of followed the same way. Like, some people like the CDL and some people like the CDL, CWL. 
So like it's it's all gonna create a bright future with CDO. Um, I can already tell you that. Um, but like I said, the Call of Duty is the most popular um, esports that I have invested to. Um, I have played both in the CS and the Fortnite esports. Um, but uh, that Call of Duty is the most popular. Um, I've always been an optic fan and a heart. Chicago Huntsman, I've now moved into. Um, but with the developing news that Hacks bought back the optic gaming brand, we could see the Huntsman coming back as the uh, optic brand. So the Chicago Optic could make a comeback instead of the Huntsman. Well, another interesting thing is 100 Thieves, which is a well-known worldwide brand, an esports of lifestyle, apparel, gaming, and just a bunch of different titles like that and content creation. It, they're so well-known, and they could be coming back to Call of Duty because 100 Thieves were in the Black Ops 4 season and dominated the league um, by winning, what was it, London and Anaheim and placing second place at uh, Champs. Um but yeah, 100 Thieves coming back into the league would be an incredible thing. It would draw in a lot more uh, viewers and probably get some of that fire back when you have a top brand like Optic, Phase, 100 Thieves all in your league and you get a lot of viewership with that. But I think it's a great um, investment. And I really do hope that 100 Thieves is, I mean, it's confirmed, I'm pretty sure, that they want to get the property of the LA spot, but they haven't made an official announcement. So until we see an official announcement of the LA thieves joining the league, we can't really do much except hope. But I think it's a great point to get more viewership and to get more people into watching the Call of Duty League. Now, um, moving on to just how esports kind of impacts the world. Um, there's a lot of people that play video games, and there's a lot of people in the world that like to play competitively. Uh, Call of Duty, Rainbow, CS, League. There's a lot of young players that have been playing the game for years and want to show off their talents to the world. And the cool thing is that a random person like me or uh, John Smith, we'll just call him John Smith, can place really well and just be top of the leaderboard. And then some big old brand just kind of like, oh, and like watches a Twitch stream or watches an online qualifier and just sees that John Smith performing. And like, you never know um, if you have talent and you have a pretty good fan base and you stream and you can get yourself out there, you can get a chance. Like it's like I said, esports, it's kind of like professional sports. Like the chances of you getting into it like professionally are pretty slim sometimes depending on the esports, like if you get a smaller game, you might be able to do it if you're top of the leaderboard. But for a game like League of Legends or Call of Duty or CSGO, it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of grinding to get into that profession. Um, it's just how the cookie crumbles. It's like how professional sports goes for the NFL, you know, high school, college, get a draft. And then that's, that's pretty much how esports works and how you get into it. But the most simplest form Um I mean, if you have connections into the org, you can also like potentially, you know, try to get in that way. But usually it's off time grinding and just streaming and a bunch of that. And it's a really good opportunity, I think, for the world. And it's a different type of sport that we as people can uh, enjoy watching and doing. Uh, video games are definitely a uh, top activity to do uh, by the fan base and the amount of people that play the games. And um, like football and baseball, it's 
it's a lovable thing to do. Um, the feeling of throwing a football around in your front yard and then just going inside, sitting down on the chair or your couch or wherever you play video games and just going into your space and playing a game for hours on end. It's just a different feeling. And I think it's a great thing for people. Um, I think esports are a healthy thing. And I think it's a great opportunity that we have. Now, uh, moving on to the topic of my esports career. That was about a 10 minute rant on esports itself. But we'll get into esports and how I have kind of shifted into it. So we'll go back to Modern Warfare 3, which I believe was made in 2013, 11, somewhere in there. I don't remember the year, but Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 was the first Call of Duty game I played. Um, I got it started by my brother, uh, my older brother, and I, I started playing the game and I was just pretty good at it at like the young age I was, which was like 12 or 13. Um, and I was pretty good at it. And after Modern Warfare 3 and 2, and two what was it, Ghosts, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3, um, then it was Infinity War, uh, World War 2, Black Ops 4, and now Cold War. Um, it's definitely a life-changing thing. I, I fell in love with the Call of Duty franchise, let's just say that. Um, I've been really good at Call of Duty since. I've placed and done GBs and tournaments and um, just grinded a bunch of stuff. And um, the Black Ops 4 season, which was league play, I placed consistently in the, um, what was it, uh, the uh, Platinum, I think, Platinum, Diamond, Ranks, I can't remember what it was, but it was the top 10, 15%. And um, on top of that, and just doing GBs, and um, which is a game battle, which is kind of a wager kind of system thing. Um like, that's how you get yourself out there. But I never fully put my foot into it. Um, I I played with different teams in league play just to, you know, play some 10s or 8s or uh, just do some kind of like a scrim type thing, play some hard point maps, search and destroy. Um, but it was more um, kind of like a just like I'm trying to do this casually but also playing competitively because I never went fully into it. But I also did step into the realm of it. Um, which I call of duty is my strongest point, I would say. And recently, um, I was me and, um, some, uh, people online, we met, uh, through a discord server and we decided to team for the call of duty world cold war season. So I'm, I'm grateful for that opportunity and just, uh, the team I have now, but, um, it's, it's great to see that like a small casual type person like me can get in slowly get into it. Um, like I said, for high school, I played about a few months of CS. Um, the um, it, it's, uh, I would say overall my experience was good. Um, I think CS, it's a fun game to play, but um, I couldn't see myself playing it long-term. Plus I had call of duty on the back of my head and like, I didn't really want to get fully invested in the CS. I was more invested in the call of duty. But I, I, during the time I played CS, I was developing into it and um, grinded the game. And But I definitely say, like, it's not, it's fun, and I'm good at it. But um, if I, if I can't remember what my rank was, let's be honest. I don't, I can't remember what CS on my rank was. Um, but uh, my experience in CS esports 
it's a good field um, doing scrims online. Uh, it was tricky just because we had to find people and then hopefully get a schedule time and they get the team together. It was fun. Uh, I remember staying after school and going to the, the lab and just um, uh, getting the team together and just playing for a few hours, which is great. Um, it was a great opportunity. But, you know, it's something where um, it's that love of the grind and playing your heart out, which was – and I fell in love with it in Call of Duty and CS. Um, CS, my team went down to a uh, – a, uh, Magfest, which was what it was called, and they had a land tournament for uh, CS. Uh, so we made it to the grand finals in that and got absolutely smoked. Um, our butts were kicked, and then we just got thrown off a cliff. Um, we lost bad. Like, it was horrible. Uh, yeah, but being in the grand finals was cool. But otherwise, yeah, we got our butts kicked. Um, nothing much more to say than that. We just didn't play well. Um I, I don't really have much worse for it, but, you know, uh, you learn from the mistakes like that and you'll come back next year. But uh, after that, this, the team had a little bit of trouble. Uh, we had a little roster issues. This chemistry was kind of slowly starting to fade after that. I remember um, just the discussion of, like, the tournament, and it just didn't set right with us. And like that, it was kind of like an eye-opener, like we needed a change. So first we decided to swap roles. Um, I was the opper, so we just tried to swap around and just figure out if it's a role issue or if it's a chemistry issue. So we did that. We had a little more success with the new roles, but slowly our chemistry just started to uh, kind of collapse again. And eventually I was at lunch eating with a few of my teammates, and we I made a decision to just step down and let um, another take my spot. At that point, I... I liked the esports and I, I liked the game, but in my mind, I wanted to step down just because uh, I wasn't a big fan of the chemistry issues, and uh, I felt like it was my time to go. And I, uh, I have no hard feelings toward that team. I wish them all the, all the success in the world, and I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity they had with them, but um, I just felt like stepping down was the best option. Um, simple as that. But you know. Overall, I'm grateful for the opportunity, like I said, that I had to play in the CS and Call of Duty and just to continue to growing that into, into that position. But um, CSGO is definitely a, a very likable eSport. Call of Duty is a lovable eSport. I love it. And moving into my next one, Fortnite. So this is a tough subject to go just because of how it works as an eSport. Um I think that it works in like in the early days, but like now the games kind of just slowly died out to where esports and Fortnite is kind of like the the loyal grinders or the the pros and your big names like a Myth, Hamlins, Daquan, Tifu, uh, Cipher, PK, Clicks, uh, Unknown, or whatever his name is. Just your top ones or Booga, but like like your top ones like a Myth or Tifu have migrated into other games just because of how horrible Fortnite has become. Um, I don't want to bash Epic Games tremendously, but it is a pretty horrible game now. It was great. not And uh, Fortnite Esports, we'll talk about that. Um, I, along with my cousin, we 
played a lot of the in-game tournaments and the qualifiers for like Winter Royale, um, the, what were they, the FNCS, the old ones. Um, I played in a few of the, like the solo ones, like the, the cash prize ones. I can't remember what they've all were called, but like the Xbox Platform Cup, the PC Platform Cup, um, the weekly, it was like Friday Night Fortnite, then there was like a duo night. Like, um, I remember the top tier ones that we played in, my cousin and I. Like, we grinded a game for a long time, and we were a, we were a great duo in Fortnite in the early days of Season 4, Season 3, Season 5. Um, those are the early and great days of Fortnite. And I remember, like, the, the Fortnites, the, not the Fortnites, the tournaments in Fortnite at that time um, were fun to play in, but they kind of got long and just grindy. And my cousin and I, um, the tournaments we played in, it was like the Winter Royale duos, the FNCS duos, um, and the, what was it? Uh, the stupid skirmisher, sir, sir, something like skirmisher online. I can't remember what it was called. But my cousin and I placed really well in a few of them. Um, I think we placed, what was it, like top, I want to say 200 in one of them, potentially. I can't remember. But we placed really well, and we did well as a team um, in the duo ones. And in the solo ones, I did really well, too. Um, I can't remember my all my placings because I played in so many tournaments for Fortnite. But um, overall, it was a great experience, and I, uh, I'm grateful that my cousin and I teamed for that uh, short period of time. And I think generally as a whole, esports are a great thing, like I said. But I'm also grateful for the opportunity I had. So that is basically a short history of my esports career. Um, whether you call it esports or not, in my book it is because I played in some tournaments and I've played the games for a long time and I've gone to the competitive side. So you can bash me all you want and say you're a fake person in esports. You have no idea what you're talking about. But in reality, I do. Uh, so there you go. If you uh, disagree with me right now, you can stop listening to the podcast and unfollow if you really want to. But that's on you, you know. But uh, to you all you loyal listeners out there, you know, um, it's just the opportunity and the um, somewhat success I found in esports um, is, is really great and i'm proud of the uh the uh, the short and small very very small career i made into it um no it's it's a great opportunity i'm thankful for it but uh moving on to the next topic which will be kind of a story time of just memories within my career in esports so i remember a few months ago, which was, I think, like, pre-quarantine, I want to say. And my cousin and I, um, the game of Fortnite was still likable. And Call of Duty, I think, was in Modern Warfare. I Well, no, I can't remember Black Ops 4. One of the games it was in. And my cousin and I got back on Fortnite. And we decided to play in one of the, I don't know, it was like one of the cups or tournaments and we played that thing for, it was like a, it was like every Thursday in the month and like Tuesday or whatever. And we played that and we did really well in that. Um, but 
the laughs and just the random crap you get into and playing a tournament and the moments you have and like key moments and clutch moments. It's amazing though to witness like, wow, I really did that. And like uh, the Fortnite ones, it was, it was just a great opportunity. Like I said, it was, it was great to play. It was so fun with my uh, cousin. So shout out to you, Kyler, for playing that tournament with me. But, um, you know, it's a great thing. And I remember all the memories I had with just playing in that tournament um, like my Kyle and I would goof off just like in the middle of a game and just like we're playing in a tournament and we would still find something to make us laugh and just joke off with. But, um, but you know, it's moments like that where you realize like, wow, I love what I do and I love esports. Um, uh, moving on to some other memories with like the CSGO when we went down to the tournament, which is Magfest, um, it was I, we traveled in a van with the league team and the CSGO team. And, um, like, <laughs> I remember the CS team. Uh, it was quite early in the morning. Like, we got there, like, um, for school and, like, dropped off our bags. And then, like, um, like a few minutes later, we all got in the van and drove about two hours down the road. or I don't know how long it was, an hour, 45 minutes, two hours down the road, somewhere in there. But we drove down the road and just put we were going to be at the uh at like event for the entire day um but you know like the entire day of getting driving the drive was hilarious we were just kind of in a jokey mood both teams were just kind of laughing and just carrying it on um and then one point like we realized like we were going to play in a few like an hour so like everyone put on the headphones and just started like getting themselves pumped up and ready for the day uh, like it was just funny how like one moment that the van was just so loud and everyone was just joking and, and carrying on and just uh, being dudes and just joking. And then uh, the next moment, everyone has their headphones on and just like silence and just trying to get pumped up and ready to go play for a tournament. And then like walking into the event uh, and the um, it was just it was an amazing place like the convention center. It was huge and just like a beautiful place to be at um breathtaking and we went we got into the land center and just rose the tables and pcs and just people bringing their stuff in and dropping it off and um you know it's like it's amazing sight to see um i can try to describe it so like you walked into like an auditor auditorium and they had long tables set up and spots where you had a designated place to set your stuff up because you had to pre-register your gear and your um peripherals so like you have a specific spot to be at, and like once we got it all set up, um, it was quite a sight to see. Just rows of uh, computers, rows of people, people walking up there, people sleeping at their desks, um, just trying to take a nap or something. You know, <laughs> you got to play ma a match in like two hours. You got to get a, a nice like hour long power nap. But this rows of people in their PCs, it was just a breathtaking sight to see. Um, but you know. I would say generally from that event, like I had a great experience. Um, whenever we had like a little break time or we were in a match, I remember like bathrooms, going to the bathroom and like walking to food, like place where you the restaurants and like the bars we can get food from, um, which was a pretty fun experience too. It's just like everyone was wearing a jersey or a sweatshirt. Um, I wore a sweatshirt and because I wasn't going to show my jersey or I didn't want to show my jersey just like straight up. 
I would just like wear a sweatshirt or my jacket around uh, and just cover it up like that. But I don't, I don't know why I did that. I did. I don't remember the exact reason, but I just covered up my jersey. Kind of don't know why. But, um, you know, memories of something like that was a great experience. And just playing in a LAN is just completely different atmosphere from, like, at home and you're comfortable in your home setup. And now you're thrown into a, um, a stage and you're playing in front of people. Like I remember for the grand finals, we were we got on we were on stage in front of the crowd that came to watch us play CS:GO for about two hours or three hours. The map set we had it was the grand finals, which is uh, a pretty cool experience to be in. That you're the remaining last teams to be in the tournament, and placing second place is pretty cool too. Um, but the atmosphere and experience of playing in front of people and having people cheer you on and like when a, a big moment was happening, a dead silence and then the roar of the crowd, like it was. It was an experience. I loved it. Um, it was a great atmosphere, and I'll always cherish that memory. But that day specifically, I'll always cherish it, just just because of how much fun I had, and you know, um, just the experience. You know, I, I I can't even put this into words now. I'm losing my train of thought. But it's that was uh, one of the core memories in esports. But um, I wish I could have made it more organized, even though I was just trying to think off my head. Now I'm getting myself rambling. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll figure this out. I'll figure this out in my head. But, you know, um, final thoughts here. Um, esports as a whole, you know, I love it. And I think it's a great opportunity for the world. And I call it 2D League and League and CSGO and Valorant and you name it. I think they're great games, and I'm I love esports, and I'm always going to be a supporter of esports, uh, support of Chicago Hunts and Optic Gaming, and just uh, the brands out there. But as a whole, esports, uh, I love it, and it's a great thing to participate in. But um, I think it's a wonderful opportunity. All right, I'm going to take a short break from esports and do a little bit of advertising for you guys. So if you're looking for some interesting political or pop culture news coverage and analysis, I'd recommend checking out uncommander.com. I'll say that again. If you're looking for some interesting political or pop culture news coverage and analysis, I'd recommend checking out uncommander.com. That's uncommander.com. They cover current events in an independent, free-thinking fashion. They also have interactive polls that users can participate in, and, of course, political cartoons. Now, let me say this one more time. If you're interested in looking for some interesting political or pop culture news coverage and analysis, I'd recommend checking out uncommander.com. That is uncommander.com. Alrighty, with that advertisement out of the way, I am going to get back straight back into esports. So to conclude what I've been talking about uh, this great episode, uh, going back to Call of Duty and my career and just everything about esports, like I said earlier, that it's I'm grateful for the opportunity and I'm I'm really I think me and the entire esports community are very blessed to have such a great sport uh, of our own and just something that we can all favor and take part in. But um, overall, I think um, I I definitely do see esports as a growing uh, opportunity and just it'll eventually in time become uh, even more popular than it is today. And I hope I get to witness that. But like I said, um, 
since we covered a lot of subjects today, I think this is where I'm going to wind down the episode from here. So if you guys enjoyed the content in like the podcast, make sure to drop a follow or drop a review on whatever platform you're doing. Uh, I know Apple Podcasts, you can do reviews. And make sure to give it a review. Uh, it shows a lot and just gives a lot of support. So um, uh, thank, I always am very appreciative if any listener listens. But most of all, just if you want to know my upload schedule, um, you typically it's going to be a Wednesday or Friday. This one is a Thursday upload just because I had a little bit of college work to do yesterday. And um, I was kind of busy too. But uh, sorry for the late upload. But typically it's a Wednesday or Friday. Make sure you guys drop a follow on any platform you are. Drop a review. But thank you guys for listening. And I will see you in episode five.